Welcome to the Better Skin, Better Life show with me, your host, Rebecca Mason. Hey team, welcome to the Better Skin, Better Life show with me, your host, Rebecca Mason. If you are new, welcome and thank you for joining us. Uh, We've been meeting here for the past year, getting a dosage on how to manage our skin and get to overall health and wellness. Today's episode is a lot of fun and welcome back everyone for listening in. And it's a re- the reason why I say it's fun is it's really, really chilled out. So this is a recording I did with Dr. Bryce Fleming at Bondi Radio, so at the Bondi Radio station. And I'm just bringing you that live recording. And he actually used to be a DJ in his university years and still does it uh, occasionally when um, babysitters can come in and has to reorganize his life. But it was really, really fun to be there and just uncover some of those basics of skin and health and, you know, five things that you can do immediately to dramatically improve the quality of your skin starting today. And thrown in is quite a bit of really cool music. So I think it's really fun and I'd love you to like jam away. If you don't want to listen to the music and get straight into that content, you can of course fast forward. So this is a bit of a going back to basics. So we've covered a lot of similar principles. But look, on this journey of skin education and skin awareness, I'm finding that there's nothing wrong with always being the student. And if you've heard something before, we can hear it again. And sometimes you can hear the same thing twice and get a completely different message. So although I'm covering some of the basics of clear skin, and I know you know uh, a lot now being tuned in, or if you're new, you're beginning on this path, so this would be a great episode, but you can never stop learning and sometimes like i said if you hear something that's similar twice you might take a completely different message away i definitely know that that's a case for me whenever i go to seminars and education workshops to upskill on my craft which is obviously as you know learning about skin so i really hope you enjoy this episode i thought it was a real fireside chat with dr bryce I love the fact that we've got some music in there. It's a lot of fun. We're diving straight into deep skincare. I hope that you love this. I really did. And grab a pen, grab a notepad and start writing and start changing. I also wanted to, before we dive in, just give a really big thank you and a shout out to everyone for tuning in. Um, The messages I'm starting to receive are phenomenal in terms of some of the changes you guys are making. So this is not me or my job it's what you guys are doing and that makes all the difference because i know that you're not just sitting there listening and it's not valuetainment you're actually taking the massive actions on your end which is where you get the results and some of you are seeing huge transformations and that is just amazing so thank you for consistently and persistently dialing in we're over a thousand listens now which is phenomenal in such a short period of time so that community is growing guys like you're making such big transformations in your life so congratulations to you thank you for listening in i hope you absolutely love this chat with dr bryce like i said grab a pen grab a brew grab a tea and let's dive in Yes, hello and welcome to Bondi Radio. You're on the air with Dr. Bryce Fleming. This is Health and House, sponsored by Alignment Health in Milsons Point. 
So we've got a jam-packed show with you t- uh, today. Uh, unfortunately, my co-host DJ Benny Morris will not be with us, but I will be joined by Rebecca Mason, who is the leading expert, oh, well, I think anyway, in all things to do with skin, how to get better skin, how to look after your skin, how to eat right to make sure your skin is, well, glowing the way you want it to. Talking about glowing, it's a glowing day here in Bondi. Beautiful, absolute perfect kind of sunny day. So we're going to start the uh, show off with a few tunes as per usual. I think we'll start with a bit of disco. This is Snapshot and it's the uh, Dr. Packer VIP mix. So make sure you um, drop us a line. Go to Dr. Bryce Fleming on Facebook if you want to hear some tunes or you've got something to talk about. If you're going to live stream it a bit later as well. So if you want to talk to Rebecca or myself about anything to do with skin, please drop us a line at Dr. Bryce Swimming on Facebook and we'll be live streaming shortly.
Yeah, Bondi Radio. This is good times. This is good times. We're going to be joined very shortly by Rebecca Mason. We're going to be talking all things skin, how to get the best skin possible, how changing your lifestyle will affect actually how you look, and some tips and helpful hints about what you can do straight away to get better skin. So stay tuned. Remember, if you want to jump on live streaming, go to Dr. Bryce Fleming, that's B-R-Y-C-E-F-L-E-M-I-N-G on Facebook, and you can see the live stream and ask questions and say hello. So looking forward to seeing you soon.
Yes, welcome back to Bondi Radio. You're listening to Health and House with Dr. Bryce Fleming. The show is sponsored by Alignment Health in Milsons Point, and I am joined today by my very special guest, Rebecca Mason. And Rebecca, say hi, Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. It's like often it, like kindergarten. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right, one, two, three, go! Yay! Good morning, Miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so Rebecca's going to enlighten us about all things skin. So I'm, I'm really interested about today's show because um, I love learning about some of the things that you do talk about, I must say. It's extraordinarily interesting to myself um, and hopefully for the listeners out there. So again, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Dr. Bryce. Oh, pleasure. Pleasure. So Rebecca, um, let's uh, talk a little bit about, um, well, you and... Mm why you've taken on this journey to um, really enrich people's lives about how to look after themselves and their skin. So what got you inspired? Ah, like a lot of stories, I, I guess, in the, in the health and wellness space, I got involved in skin because I had suffered from really, really debilitating acne since I was 16. And when I went to the doctor to get that treated, um, I was prescribed a pill, uh, which kept the symptoms at bay. And um, a couple of years ago, about three years ago, I just had this realization that I was taking this pill every single day and it kind of hit me like a lightning bolt that this, you know, surely can't be good for me. So uh, there there are much smarter people out there who realize that uh, much quicker, obviously. Um, but I'd just moved back to Sydney and my skin had completely broken out and I'd refused to keep taking the pills. So it was worse in that six months after moving back to Sydney than it had been in that whole 12 years combined. And I didn't want to repeat that process again. I didn't want to take, um, I I guess a synthetic that would just keep symptoms at bay. I really wanted to understand the cause and I had no idea what was going on. So I'd started to go and see dermatologists and doctors and unfortunately what was happening was I just kept being prescribed not only the pill but some really heavy medication. Mm. Um, And I just thought that, yep, okay, that that's an option for me but it's only acceptable as option Z at this stage. I would like to explore every other thing that I possibly can do that I clearly haven't learnt a lot about as yet. And I guess I started this journey of understanding how everything I was doing impacted skin. And it was, it it came quite naturally, but I I just remember sitting on a beautician's table and she was very small, but she had her knees around my head doing extractions. And I was just sitting there crying, not from, it was very painful to have the extractions done, Mm. but it was more crying because I felt so ashamed of myself and that you know I'm in my late 20s I've got this condition I've clearly had it like the 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 acne was always a bit under control but it was never great skin and I was just sitting there thinking like this is ridiculous I'm getting terrible advice so I sought out an integrative general practitioner and I'd never been to one before so I didn't really understand what they did and worked on a program that would um only involve like a certain amount of synthetics for a very short period of time which I could manage and then for me after that it was I I can't continue that for more than two weeks and that's it for me like that's the last straw and then the program that I went on with her um, she's an amazing doctor you know herself Dr. Karen Phelps Mm -hmm. Um, we we gave ourselves 12 months and said look if nothing that we try works in 12 months we'll start to consider the the heavier types of drugs and that was something that I could live with. 
So that began my journey of understanding how food impacts skin. So I, I guess <laughs> whenever I ask uh, clients now, you know, how are you eating? It's always met with the eye of, I'm such a healthy eater. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> and of course it's healthier than some absolutely and it's not to um, uh, take them down a notch. It's more, okay, I'm going to give you a week to write out what you're actually eating or two weeks sometimes and let's see how you feel after that. And then we do a reflection. And I, I, I did this exactly myself when I started. And it was just so surprising how much um, of the nefarious foods you begin to learn um, you do consume without sometimes even being cognizant of it. Mm. But that's just one example of uh, like nutrition as one part of life that impacted my skin. And then I started really starting to research because I wanted to learn what was happening. So I started to uh, read journal articles and medical journals. I, I could understand, obviously, a certain amount, but just started uh, doing some of the basic medical uh, 101s on Udemy and the online courses just to be able to understand, you know, what's an enzyme? How mm. does it work? How does, how does sugar actually convert in the body? And what does this thing called insulin mean from the skin? So I just started to learn, started to write about it. That became my own personal diary. Um, people just started to read it. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that they would. It wasn't for anyone. It was just because I wanted to just journal it myself so I could put down what I'm learning, so I could see the own growth and development as my own experiment, so I could know in 12 months' time if I've seen a difference. Uh, I've, we've reached over 100,000 people now. Wow, that's huge. <laughs> which it's, it's not the, the number itself, but it's been the... People who have been able to help or impact and change their lives to go from I can't leave the house to mm. I can leave the house without without having to feel the need to wear makeup mm. and feel fine just wearing some lipstick is just, it's amazing that this journey that, that started because I just was on a beautician's table feeling ashamed about myself can mm. help bring other people to not feel so ashamed about themselves and it's brought me... Um, yeah. To people like yourselves, uh, yourself, <laughs> sorry, maybe I should take an English class <laughs> online. Um, but Dr. Pricey, the first person I interviewed on my own podcast, um, and, and that's been one of the most downloaded episodes, and I listen to it regularly because I, I loved our chat and loved learning, and it's been such an organic journey, and I'm constantly trying to improve my skin. And like I mentioned before, before getting here today, I had my enzyme treatments, yeah. why I'm a bit flaky and a bit... Um, so super glowy because I'm, I'm still doing the work like there's no such thing as perfect for me I'm still learning so a long-winded response I'm sorry no <laughs> that's fine I look I'd, I was just mesmerized about um, the journey that you've been on and some of the the challenges that you must face and, and the fact that you're so honest and sharing about your story is really mm -hmm. inspiring because um, you know a lot of us do live behind masks and um, try and hide the truth about how we feel and how we act but I think once you get to that point where you feel so vulnerable that you just got to do something yeah. about it, that's that's when I suppose, um, well, that's when life-changing decisions are made. Yep. And, it, and it sounds like it's obviously quite stuck in your mind about mm -hmm. that time and place. And I'm guessing you could probably even see the room very clearly <laughs> and, and really kind of bring that memory back about that's, I've got to change my life. And, and that's what inspires me a lot about this story. So look, if there are any listeners out there, I mean, I suppose one of the things to really take home, and we haven't even really got into the nuts and bolts of it yet, but to take home from this is that no matter what you're struggling with and where you are um, in your life, there are ways to change it. And, and 
look, medication, I'm not saying medication is bad at all. I think medication is fantastic at a crisis life-saving event. If you get shot or fall off a bridge or something, then, you know, it can absolutely <laughs> save your life. But, you know, when it comes to a lot of these chronic long-term type issues that we deal with, you know, there are definitely other solutions out there that mm. work really well. And um, maybe we can talk a little bit about the enzymes a little bit later mm. and how that kind of works because I'll, I'll be quite interested in that. <laughs> so, um, Rebecca, what we might do is we might just chuck on a couple of songs. Now, sure. because I'm just not organised because I was too busy gas bagging and preparing stuff, I haven't really got anything <laughs> ready. So, Does that offer to here. help? But, yeah. um, <laughs> Uh, my my editing skills at the the podcast fairly rudimentary audacity level. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not up for the uh, I can sing. the the pioneer DJ equipment yet? Not yet. Okay. Well. Okay. So we're uh, we're listening. Going to be listening to uh, Moose T and Anaya Day. I love Anaya Day. She's got a voice. Love and a Moose half. T. Oh, you love Moose T too. Yeah, oh, well, it reminds here we go. Of the good old nineties. Um, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm that old. <laughs> The moose is back. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, 
Now, welcome back to Bondi Radio. You're listening to Health and House, Dr. Bryce Fleming. And if you've just joined us, we're joined uh, by Rebecca Mason today. Hi. <laughs> um, we've been talking uh, pretty much about Rebecca's journey and really how she was inspired to, um, well, inspire other people to take control of their health and their life, which can um, really impact the way that you look and especially your skin. So, um, Rebecca, we touched on a few things before about, um, uh, you know, you said about enzymes and a few things like that. So maybe if you could um, guide us to what you think is a really good, like, routine or what yep. people can start to do just to, just to start improving their skin generally. Yep. Okay, so I'll walk through five specific steps that I talk through when I'm discussing skin health because I think it's really important to understand that it's just not one thing mm -hmm. that has... Uh, there's no magic pill, you know? There's never a magic pill. You might think that you're taking one, but there's never something that's going to actually cure you. There's something that might reduce the level of inflammation for your symptoms, absolutely, but today I've not seen a magic pill that can cure that cause. So the first thing uh, before I get into those five things is just an understanding that when it comes to acne specifically, like we discussed before, and that's where my journey comes from, there's no overnight cure. And that's the, to be honest, that's the biggest challenge I find with anyone who I work with is that it's that mentality of uh, this is so bad. And we discussed this just a, in our chat just now that mm. A lot of people wait until it get, the pain gets so bad that you end up getting so desperate to try anything because you want to get rid of it rather than saying a little bit um, more proactively up front, I can see a problem, I want to be able to get on top of it and then give yourself the time. So the, the best results I've ever found have been with the people who are committed to taking the 12 to 24 months, and that's just the reality, mm. to heal the body. Mm. That's yep. really what's happening. It's not about fixing anything. This is about healing your own body. Yeah. And for like I mentioned, the biggest problem with someone wanting it fixed tomorrow is that you're just looking to get rid of the symptom and believe, like, I completely understand what it's like <laughs> to walk around like a female adult giving board presentations with acne. I grew my hair long specifically to hide my face because I know what it's like. And sometimes makeup doesn't even cover it. In fact, it, it literally makes it worse. So I mm. get it. But with that approach of, oh, just fix a symptom, fix a symptom, do it in the next three months, it'll work. But it's not actually going to fix the cause. So the first step is walking through what is the cause, and that's what I call pinpointing. Mm -hmm. If you don't understand the cause, you're not going to understand how to treat that cause and therefore the symptom. So for me, the problem isn't the acne. The problem for me was a hormone imbalance called polycystic ovaries. Mm. And that's something one in five women have. So there, there are other telltale signs of it, but one of the biggest uh, ways that you can tell someone has PCOS, it's called, is through cystic acne. And when you have it as an adult, it's just a little bit debilitating. Mm. So when I started to look at skin and what the causes are, I found out a lot more around PCOS and hormone imbalance and just finding that things like eating sugar can make it, can exacerbate it even more. And this didn't, just begin as a journey is okay i just want to fix the skin that was what triggered it absolutely but then walk down that journey of well what is this hormone imbalance what is polycystic ovaries and how can i overcome it and although that's obviously 
attributed to females, males can have hormone imbalance as well. Obviously mm. not something got to do with ovaries, but that's definitely something that they're impacted with as well, particularly with testosterone. Mm-hmm. So it I might just ask a question there actually. Um, you said about uh, sugar and how it affects mm. um, hormones generally. Mm. So um, I'm just thinking because a, a lot of the listeners out there are um, quite into the, uh, I suppose, dance music, club yep. life, yep. and <laughs> I suppose a general type of, um, let's say, culture is uh, during the week, most people try and, you know, stay fairly healthy. Generally, mm. I'm just speaking on, on behalf of the people I know, I suppose, more anything else. But I'd say, you know, quite actively try to go to the gym and eat relatively well. But then on the weekends, they kind of just go out and blow out for a bit yep. for a couple of days. Yep. So... Um, and I know, and obviously with, with alcohol and drinks and mm-hmm. so on and so forth, it obviously affects you um, and your body. So I, I suppose the question I'm asking on behalf of the people is, um, is it still possible to make positive changes but not give up the things that you kind of really like? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's such a good question and thank you for asking me. That's okay. It, it's a common, it's a common mis- misbelief and misconception as well that, oh, I'm going to start working on my diet, you're just going to cut out everything that that I like. Well... No, that's not the case. And I live by the, and I don't, I don't talk to anyone about something that I haven't done myself. I think there's a lack of integrity in doing that. So I'm not going to go and preach for something that I'm not doing or haven't done myself. And the way that I live is the 90-10 rule. So 90% of the time I'm eating clean, um, my, the, the, the diet, and I say it with it, um, air marks is because diet's really just a, a kind of philosophy of way that you're going to live. But Uh, as a side note it's really important for people to understand when it comes to diet it's not about following like a particular book to a t it's really working out what diet's going to work for your body type so protein and fats work for me that's just what is best to um, be nutritious and that means it's a paleo diet for me what 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 i'm eating majority of the time that 90 percent of the time is a paleo heavy diet the 10 percent that i'm talking about is Maybe the family dinner once, well, we have a family dinner once a week and I'll have a glass of wine. Mm. Or if I'm going to have a chocolate, I'm not going to deny myself, but I have raw chocolate. Mm. And of course, on a birthday, there's going to be cake. And when I eat that cake, I don't feel guilty about it. I know that, yeah, it's going to impact me, but I know that and I'm doing it consciously. And I say, it's okay Mm. to be able to eat that way. It's not denying yourself because once you deny yourself something pleasurable or something that you attach Mm. um, happiness to a meaning, you're just going to hurt yourself and not want to do it. And that you shouldn't be doing something you don't intrinsically want to do because you'll blow out. But one issue that I do have with if you, is consistency. So if you're going to spend five days a week doing something real at a hundred percent, and then do a weekend of zero percent, you've just undone all of your good work. So there's a certain metric I use in for every one good thing you do, and this is the same for happiness as well. Mm. For every one good thing you do, sorry, no, for every one negative thing that you do, it takes five positive things to undo it. So that's the magnitude of what you're dealing with. So if you're taking two days of the week compared to the five doing Mm. terrible things, you actually need 20 days to be able to make up for it. You don't have 20 days in a week. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I wish I had 20 days (laughs) in a week sometimes. (laughs) Um, So that's just... It's just an indication that there's almost no... Po- it's great that people eat healthy, but you, you're just undoing all of what you've done mm. by not staying consistent throughout the weekend. And that doesn't mean cut out the drinking, cut out the treats. It means mm. maybe looking at substituting them or different environments you can put yourself in 
yeah. where you're instead of maybe going out to a boozy dinner, you might do a brunch instead and do something else on a Saturday evening or and have like maybe one drink there or if you're going to go out clubbing and partying and raving maybe it's not every single weekend mm. but it's once a month over time and this isn't an immediate overnight like this has taken me years to be able to get to this point so yep. i've never expected or never set an expectation that it's just you just stop like yeah. immediately like that but you it, it depends if you're committed to getting the result you'll treat your body in that way to be able to get there and that's that's, that's really good advice yeah Look, I, I think um, too, yeah, behavior change is hard for anything. It doesn't matter mm. what it is. If you've um, wired up connections neurologically in your mind about, you know, what you do and who you are as an identity, it's, yeah, it becomes very hard to break those overnight. And that's why, you know, people that, that smoke, even though they know it's bad for them, keep smoking. Yep. And, you know, because we all know it's bad, but it's that actual um, being able to change the mindset around the why mm that gives us the power to do what we need to do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, great advice. So look, I like that idea about the, uh, the one in, uh, one in every five. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if that's, I mean, look, as a, as an action step, if you really do want to start just to improve your health, but you still want to go out on the weekend and have obviously <laughs> a, a bit of fun, you know, maybe don't start Friday night, go out, you know, finish up at, uh, you know, 5 a.m. and then get up and then start drinking again and then have another bender and then maybe by Tuesday, then you start eating a salad like that because mm. <laughs> that, that happens, you know, in, in this world sometimes. And um, uh, so maybe be a little bit more conscious about, you know, if you just go out for one night of the weekend or... Yeah. Um, we actually did a show uh, last week, Ben and I, about um, uh, about booze and and how to minimise the uh, the effects of booze, especially if you're going out on a, a weekend or, or something like that. So, great advice. Um, what we might do is we might chuck on a few more tunes, uh, and then when we get back, we might talk a little bit about um, some of the other things that you do to just to, to help. Um, uh, obviously with your, your skin and your routine and maybe what some other people can do out there and also how they can get in contact with you as well because sure. I think that might be really important. Sure. So uh, let's chuck on. I've actually pre-prepared this one. So look at that. I'm way ahead of the game. Here we go. You wake up early every morning just to do a now because it cares you Oh, they wouldn't be right without her. She's never had a makeup. She's just like you and me, but she's homeless. She's homeless. As she stands there singing for
Welcome back. You're on the air. Bondi Radio. You're listening to Health and House, Dr. Bryce Fleming. And we're joined with Rebecca Mason. If you've only just joined us, sucks to be you because <laughs> we've been talking about some really cool stuff. Isn't that right, Rebecca? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think so too. <laughs> think well, so. it's been an, an, a very um, inspiring story that you've told about your own, um, I suppose, life experience and what you've... Uh, been through and how you've overcome some of the challenges that I think a lot of people face. Um, so thank you for sharing that story. You're welcome. Um, what I might ask, though, uh, <laughs> is if we were to kind of really break it down into maybe, say, three or, or five points that, you know, specifically what are people, um, what can they do right away uh, mm -hmm. to, to just kickstart their, their life? So what would you mm. say that would be? I know it's a pretty hard question. No, 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 not at all. So I guess a few quick tips. 
um, when it comes to improving the quality of your skin. So um, obviously I'll give you advice, but definitely seek out um, seeing a naturopath or nutritionist about this as well. But the first thing I would be cutting out is dairy. So dairy is highly inflammatory, acne um, and skin, uh, you know, lifestyle diseases, again, in quotes, that's a form of inflammation. Mm. There are certain types of foods that inflame this um, the system and make things even worse. Dairy happens to be one of those food types or food groups that inflame skin. And the research that was done mainly showed that it's around a lot of the the skim type milks that have a certain uh, compound in them. Some have casein, mm. which just inflame the system. And that um, the reason why that actually impacts the skin is the red, really painful parts of acne. So not the acne itself, it's that surrounding uh, pain that comes with when you touch your face. Or I remember even pulling shirts over your face. It's mm. really, really hurtful. That's the inflammation. That's mm -hmm. not the acne. And that's our body trying to respond to say quick send in the troops there's mm. there's an invasion of bacteria which acne is it's a it's a bacterial infection try and kill it and try it calm it down and that's where that red comes from the cyst comes from yep. and that's what we want to try and reduce as much as possible so cut out the dairy and the same goes for sugar mm. so um Sugar does inflame the system, so it peaks in our insulin level. So we're not just talk. We're obviously talking about cakes and muffins and things like that, yep. and straight chocolate. And look, like we said before, it's not about cutting out everything and not enjoying. There are great alternatives, and it does take time. I, I, and look, I've been through this. I get it. I switched to dark chocolate and thought that that was okay. Went off it for two weeks and my skin completely cleared up. So you'd be surprised at how much sugar. Actually, I, I did some research mm. about chocolate. They they have sometimes more sugar in dark chocolate to sweeten the taste than they do in milk chocolate. No, so don't tell me that. Sorry. Like so the, the point is you just have to be really careful about what you're eating because although you might think that you're having something that by definition you might think is quite healthy, it may not be the case. And even just testing, go two weeks without a certain particular food your taste buds will actually change so you won't even crave it that much anymore mm. but you can swap it out so i love uh, raw chocolate mm -hmm. um there's a certain brand called panna chocolate mm -hmm. it's delicious eating a little chocolate block is like eating a brownie so you only yeah. need one or two which is fantastic and it's great for the budget as well yep. and it's good for you because it's it's kind of like cold pressed chocolate so you have the magnesium so it's good but um, sugar will, again, inflame your system to the degree that you just don't need it. That's just going to make it even worse. So right. try and cut that out. So dairy, get rid of it. Sugar, reduce it as much as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. If you can go, I suppose, ketogenic for a while, that'll probably yep. help, I would suggest. Is that uh, fair to say? Yeah. So one of the reasons I ended up going paleo was to reduce the carbohydrates. So guys, um, basic things like potatoes is a carbohydrate. Carbohydrates are a fancy word for sugar. Mm. It all breaks down to sugar. Some of these are better than others just because because it releases sugar slower into the system. So like sweet potatoes, for example, when we look at pumpkins, that's, um, that's a carbohydrate that will release sugar slower into the system, which means you're not getting the sugar spikes that I'm talking about, mm. which will inflame your system. That's called low GI carbohydrate. Mm. That's what you want to get into your diet. And you know what? Some of these are great in desserts. Pumpkin pies, yeah. beautiful <laughs> pumpkin brownie. I know it might yep. sound weird, but it's delicious. Yep. And you can use certain types of sweeteners 
um, to be able to sweeten it up, even things like cinnamon. But after cutting out some of the more nefarious sugars, your taste buds just crave the more natural types of sweeteners over time. And you mark my words and mm. it happens now. You'll taste the normal stuff. You won't really be able to eat it. And if you do, it's just a bite yeah. because you can taste. It's such a powerful impact. Look, I, I can vouch for that too. You know, mm. I, I've been through a bit of a transformation myself yeah. and... Um, I think I was about 108 kilos or something mm. at one stage. And um, and then when, yeah, I, I started understanding a bit more of this evolutionary-based lifestyle and, and how to match your environment to really mm-hmm. your own animal genetics. Um, yeah, I just, I, I transformed within the space of um, probably about six months. It was a, a massive transformation. And and you're right, the taste changed dramatically. Like if I, mm. if I go and eat a, like I, I don't think I could eat a whole pizza now. I think mm. I'd throw up. Like it just, I just physically couldn't do it, you know, mm. or a, a big, um, you know, hot chips or something. I just physically couldn't do it. I don't want that type of stuff anymore. So it's amazing how your body can change. Okay, so dairy, sugar, what's the, ne- yep. what's the third one? What's the number so three? I've got two more. Oh, yep, go for it. Two more. So the third is around stress. Stress. And this isn't, oh, just cut it out of your life completely. <laughs> but uh, like everything else, once you know how things impact your body, it's then your responsibility to control it. You can't turn around and complain and say, oh, this is bad or this hurts or my skin's really bad after you've just downed a bag of chocolate or sweets like if you've done that and you know then you know what the impact is going to be so when it comes to stress i just want to um i just want to enlighten people as to how that impacts your skin uh in 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 particular so whenever i'm asking clients when i'm working with them so tell me about when your acne broke out were you particularly stressed is upfront straight away no not at all then i'll say okay so tell me what was going on during that time and 100% of cases it's been I was changing jobs I had a bad boss I was I had no money I was moving houses I was in the middle of a relationship breakdown like there are so many life transformations that only upon reflection did they realize that was so stressful I can't believe I actually got through that and that's Mm. what people normally say Mm -hmm. the thing with stress is most of the time you don't realize you're stressed unless you're running from a lion you Mm. might not think or, or people usually think, well, I'm not stressed because I'm not actually running from something. But in today's society, and like all the research shows, we're a really high stressed population just because of the nature of work days, family responsibilities, um, so many things to do, that that plays itself out in, out in its health. When it comes to skin, we have a stress hormone that's called cortisol. That is the hormone that we wake up to. So it's in alignment with the sun and it's meant to deplete throughout the, de- throughout the day. We have our fancy devices um, like our iPads and our iPhones and our televisions, which emanate certain um, rays. They're called blue rays and that keeps the cortisol at a high. So it means that we're not going to bed with low levels of cortisol. It's even going throughout our system throughout the evening. Mm. You can exacerbate that through um, your environment at work if you're not enjoying it through your personal life. The reason why cortisol impacts skin specifically, it will convert itself into something called uh, dehydrotestosterone called DHT. And this lives literally in the bottom of your skin follicle. Um, or or hair follicle at the Mm. bottom of your skin. What DHT does, it sends a message straight to the sebaceous gland, which is the oil gland where it produces a lot of oil. And as we know with acne, we don't really want any more oil. Oil's good for us. We need the oil. Stripping ourselves from oil is not good for us, but we don't want to increase that oil flow too much because what it does is the oil, when we've got acne, it has a certain compound called squalene 
peroxide, and that is food to the bacteria that is causing the acne called P bacteria. So when we've got high stress, we've got DHT. DHT is sending a message to the oil gland saying, cause more oil. So we're getting this we're getting this oil that's like fuel for the P bacteria proliferating the acne. Mm, so okay. that is a really direct relation of how stress impacts your skin. And this is in the case of, of acne specifically. Obviously, there are other manifestations of stress in the body in other ways, of course, in other lifestyle diseases. But that is just the real implication. It's not a, mind, a mental, oh, I'll do a little bit of meditation and I'll be less stressed. Yeah, no. Of it's, a, it's a global thing. It, a- absolutely. So it's it's I can't stress that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah, stress that. <laughs> stress okay. has to be managed. So uh, so let's let's recap then. It was um, re- reduce Jerry as much as possible. Uh, well, if you can get rid of it altogether. Um, uh, I, I might just also say that you know if you do need some help with this, make sure you get a, a coach or a practitioner um, to yeah. guide you with this type of stuff because sometimes your body can go through. Um, uh, well, it gets worse before it gets better in yeah. all oh, in all absolutely. things. So. Yeah, so if you just need a bit of help, make sure you do get a good coach. Um, we've got coaches, obviously, at Alignment Health that can help you with this. But, you know, obviously, your health practitioner is, uh, is definitely the way to go. Um, so reduce dairy, reduce sugar. Um, try and identify stresses in your life and realize how to combat those, especially mm. um, artificial stresses like, you know, lights and so on and so forth. So yep. what are the other things? Yep. And so the other thing... I, and I've just remembered we do a great practice. It's this stress management practice with people on the online community and it's revolutionary in helping people identify where am I now, where do I want to be and what stress is that causing in my life so I can get rid of it. So just doing a simple exercise like that can really help mm-hmm. uh, in being able to control it. The next is around product. So <laughs> uh, obviously, like I've mentioned, there are quite a few lifestyle things that need to change. But the first thing I always asked about is product well there's not much point putting product on your face if you're not going to do the work it, you need to be able to make the changes to your diet and your lifestyle if you want the result over the long term otherwise sure. you might as well just not do it yep. so people need to understand <laughs> it's a bit of tough love but it's something that I experienced myself firsthand that's why I'm talking about it you're not going to get that result overnight and there's not much point going investing heavily in product that you think will fix everything for you. It's like taking that mm. quick magic um, pill. It won't fix everything if you're not going to do the background work. Mm-hmm. It will only keep your symptoms at bay to some degree. So I look, I'm, I've had cupboards that look like a store at David Jones. Like I've tried anything and everything, some of them good, bad and ugly. But what I found through my research when I was looking for a um, product provider for, for me, like what was the next product I'd use, I was going to my beautician and saying, well, what product can I use? And that was an awareness for me. And actually, is the beautician the right person to go to? They're taught about beauty. I need someone who understands skin. So a Mm. dermal clinician, a dermal therapist, and that's what I found. Um, And then I begin to research a lot of like off-the-shelf products and products that are sold through clinic and just came into this world of understanding the difference between acne-based products that have been designed specifically for acne-prone skin versus your clearasils that are real like I call these filler products and they're not bad and they're going to work for some people but 90% of that product is actually um like filler and Mm. possibly 10% of it active whereas with acne we need something a little bit more potent Mm -hmm. and that's when I had trialed something called enzyme therapy so again I tried every single facial all the different um product types out there and I had my dermal therapist said look 
will use this. It's fairly heavy and, and it is strong, but it's called enzyme therapy. So what happens, like I mentioned before, with acne, we've got this bacterial infection at the bottom of our hair follicle that we've all got in our skin. Every single person has it. It's just in the environment that we create through acne, which means clogged um, hair follicle, which means there's no oxygen getting into the bottom of the hair follicle, P bacteria turns nefarious. So it's a good guy gone bad, if that makes sense. Mm. What happens with an enzyme mask, enzyme is like a face mask. It goes from your collarbone right up to the back of your ear and obviously around your face. What happens, an enzyme is, um, it's a biochemical reaction within the body and it works a little bit like a lock and a key. Mm-hmm. So if you picture a key going into a door that's like um, the product like the facial going onto your skin what happens with an enzyme is you turn the key in the lock and it opens up a door for a certain thing to be able to happen so you enter a house once the enzyme this enzyme mass hits the skin that's what happens it stimulates a reaction of oxygen flow from your lungs and pulsates that oxygen up to the front of the skin what The benefit of that is oxygen is flowing from your lungs kind of upside down. This is called reverse osmosis to the top of your hair follicles. So it's kicking the P bacteria's butt from the bottom up rather than trying to get the oxygen flow from the top down. Got it. So enzymes kick bacteria's butt. I love it. (laughs) I can remember that. So (laughs) if we reduce dairy minus sugar... Um, identify stresses and reduce general stress in your life and then get some enzyme to kick the bacteria's butt, you're on the right track. On the right track. And what was the very last one that you were talking about? Yeah, so the last one was around, it's called, I I call it pinpoint, so really making sure you're finding out the cause because what I've just gone through is obviously working through how to talk about those symptoms, but like I I spoke about, I had PCOS, so my diet was, is going to be different to someone who has just strict uh, other types of hormone imbalance or maybe they've got SIBO and that's a completely different type of diet but um, making sure that you know what the cause is to be able to treat and making those lifestyle changes and getting the direction and advice from practitioners such as yourself Bryce and just to have the confidence to know that if you're given I, I could like you you the quality of the answers that you get are based on the quality of your questions mm. so if you're getting poor answers from say a doctor who you've gone to see it's okay to go to someone else Mm. it's always okay to go to someone else but just know that if you want the clear skin if you want happy healthy skin this isn't about being beautiful this is about having healthy skin being Mm. a healthy individual that it will take some time and just know that and set yourself a timeline so in 12 months if i see no change if i haven't improved then okay we might look down that route but give yourself that that space and just try and work out that cause and work with practitioners who understand you and your whole body and are going to work with that if that is what you're after. Love it. That is such good advice. Rebecca, thank you so much <laughs> um, for sharing with us today. Uh, as I said, you've been a, a mountain of worth and, and, and knowledge <laughs> about this stuff and um, probably more so than most practitioners out there, I would suggest. That's um, just worrying, to be <laughs> honest. And <laughs> that's why it's amazing to work with people like yourself. Oh, sorry to cut in, but no, I just right. want to thank you. Like you come here on a Tuesday and you give your time and you run a practice and you're very busy and you're pioneering DNA tests. Like like I said, one of my very favorite podcast mm. episodes was just having a discussion with you, not because I think we're just on the same wavelength, but mm. I think 
you're making sacrifices as well to improve the quality of life of other people and it's a very brave race to run, particularly oh, when you're by yourself. So thank yeah, you to you for you. sharing. Oh, well, thanks for that. It made me blush. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Rebecca. Well, um, it, look, if people do want to get in contact with you, uh, mm -hmm. what's the best way for them to do that? Cool. So the blog and everything that I've spoken about today, I've written about it. I've got a podcast. It's called The Better Skin, Better Life Show. And the blog is Better Skin, Better Life. So it's uh, B-E-T-T-E-R. Mm -hmm. S K I N, so better skin, then yep. B E T T E R, then dot life. So I don't have a dot com. It's okay. a better skin, better dot life. Yep. Uh, you find my contact details, the blog post, you'll find access to the show, and I've written a book, um, yep. which is going really well. Oh, uh, that's an good. e book that everyone yep. here can download, or if you want access to it, um, I'll give it to all the listeners. Uh, absolutely, that's completely fine. So Perfect. that's where you can find me. Get on to it now, especially if you want to make the journey. Um, and as, as we talked about, and this is the thing we always um, say here on, on Health and House, is that it's not all or nothing. It's slow, mm. gradual, sustainable change. And that's the key. And, you know, even if you're not ready to start something right now, that's okay. You know, take your time, set a date. And then, and then if you fail, who cares? Do it again and again <laughs> and again. And then eventually something will change, you know. And that's, that's what I find is... Um, uh, is the best part about this. It's not about failure. It's about feedback. Mm. So what we might do, Rebecca, is we might chuck on... Actually, we're going to chuck on Ben's song. This is Fire. Um, and this can be downloaded from uh, Basement Records. I think that's Basement Records. I should hmm. probably check on that. Hang on. Let me have a look here. Yes. Okay, cool. So this is Ben Morris and Fire.
Thank you for tuning in today. If you'd like more information, updates, and to stay posted on latest developments, so visit the website betterskinbetter.life. So that's www.betterbetterskinbetter.life. Uh, visit the website and I will speak with you next time. Bye.